1: The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM.
0: All right, good morning everybody and welcome to Miller & Condon on a Thursday as KXNO 1460 and 106.3 FM return to local programming here for the next couple of hours and thanks for spending some of your morning with Trent and myself. A uh, busy morning on the BMW of Des Moines guest list. Let's do that first of all. Uh, John Schaefer from WOI. He's one of the many Iowa State media that are currently en route to Dallas uh, to cover the Big 12 Championship game. John Schaefer, whose father, oh by the way, uh, is going to uh, fill maybe the biggest pair of shoes uh, in radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maxwell Schaefer, who's uh, John's father, has been named along with Amy Sweet, the new co-hosts of. What once was and still is for another couple of weeks. Well, you know what I Van. I guess it's the Van Harden show right now as Bonnie's retired. But uh, Amy and Maxwell will be uh, the new morning show on Who News Radio Who. But his son John, of course, is the sports director over at WOI. He will join us. Find out what their plans are for the Big Twelve Championship. As WOI does a lot, Cyhawk stuff, uh, game mornings. Uh, so we'll talk to John, pick his brain on the game as well. Speaking of picking brains, Lee Sterling will join us. It's 10 minutes before the hour of 11 o'clock. ParamountSports.com uh, is where you can find Lee. Lee will be here with us. We'll opine on a number of games. He'll give you some information as uh, how you can get for free his game of the week. Adam Rittenberg from ESPN kicks off our number two. We'll get into the Big Ten with Adam, the championship game, etc. And then uh, Austin our Arnod will join us, former Cyclone quarterback, former co-host of the Monday evening quarterback uh, years back, along with either Kyle McCann at the beginning and then Chuck Long and then a cast of others. But uh, Austin will be here. Look forward to catching up with Austin Arnod uh, and picking his brain and what he sees. The biggest difference between this team from the beginning of the season to where they are now. Where they are now, Trent, is an uh, is a team that I can't find anybody nationally picking to win.
2: Iowa State? Yes. See, and I, I see the complete opposite. Really? Almost everybody that I follow, more in the gambling realm, right, so... is grabbing Iowa State in the points. Okay. And a lot of people say, and if you like the money line, if you want to play, if you want to get some plus money, that is the spot now, that they like most. I
0: think they're right. Yes. I think Iowa State's going to win the football game. I am right there with you. I believe yeah. they will. Yep. Um yep, Oklahoma's better, So's Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And Brock Purdy's the biggest difference on this in this football game in my opinion. So we'll see. Uh, But uh, Austin Arnod will join us. So that's the BMW Des Moines guest list. Before we get into uh, some of these topics coming up today, this has been a tough year for many Iowans. Many Iowans are going without enough food. Food insecurity has doubled since January of 2020. It's tripled for households with children. If you can help or if you need help, visit foodbankiowa.org. Now there's a big event here today. Yes, at our building. 2141 Grand Avenue, Heather Burnside, the good folks at Golden Rule, will be here from 3 until 5. Uh, and we invite you, uh, we ask you, if you have an opportunity to bring by a non-perishable food item, drop it off, or a monetary donation. If um, you're know if you you're at work and you didn't go in the pantry this morning, you forgot to do that, can't run to the store, um, it, it, it is... If you watch the news, if you watch any national news, you see some of the saddest television you're ever going to see during newscasts. The lines for food banks across the country are just. It's it's in it's alarming not the right word right the, yeah. it, that's not the right word but Des Moines is no different Iowa is no different if you can help uh, there's an event down here today from three until five our colleague Heather Burnside will be out front uh, accepting those donations three to five today I know there's another event tomorrow in fact she's going to pop in tomorrow about this time on the show and tell us more about that but today here 2141 Grand Avenue the iHeart Radio building you just come through the loop you drop it off. Dot, 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 you're on your way, and we'd appreciate that if uh, you have that opportunity. So, Trent, last night was uh, a, a college basketball night. Mm-hmm. Um, I went down the Big Ten rabbit hole and forgot all about Oklahoma State uh, and and TCU um, and, and got caught up in Ohio State and Purdue. And it's not like I meant to stay there, but uh-huh. I ended up staying there.
2: And I was kind of the opposite direction. Well, I started good. on Oklahoma State, TCU, and... I was riveted by that one. Also watch a little Butler-Villanova. There's times I watch Villanova and I really like them. Mm -hmm. And there's times I watch them and they have stretches. They're awful. Was it last week, last Friday night, before the Iowa-Iowa State game? They were playing Georgetown. Just were getting drilled at the half. And that was a game I felt really good about them. They look good. They look bad. You know, I had Nova a couple years ago to win that national title. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I don't see them in that same realm. I don't see them in the Gonzaga level that we've seen. I This is a good team, not a great team. So just a couple minutes on that one. But to what matters here, Big Ten, Big 12, Cade Cunningham was bad in the first half. Which surprises me. Because he'd been pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. He was bad offensively. So you didn't even see the shot that he got No, at I the didn't end. No, I didn't see any of it. So they get control. They're down throughout most of the first half. TCU comes back. Or excuse me, Oklahoma State comes back. Gets the lead and pretty much controls the second half, it looks like. They're going to win it comfortably. And then it's a nine nothing run by TCU in the last couple of minutes. It just but they TCU hits a shot with like seven, eight seconds left. That's a big win for them. Yes. They already have lost in the Big Twelve, so need to kinda Mm -hmm. to have any shot and in the Big Twelve this year, seventh, you're gonna have some good wins. And you're probably still I mean you might be heading well in the past to Dayton, but into the play in round. But I think that's going to be the case for that 7th, maybe even 8th place it, team. Isn't it great to be talking about, even yes. even to Dayton? Yes. Oh, we, I missed Dayton last year for yeah. the first time ever. Right. right. <laughs> Please, give us that floor. Give us Dayton. Give yeah. us those games. That's where I see TCU at. But they get the ball to Cunningham, then Oklahoma State charges up the floor and could have probably got to the rim or at least put his head down and maybe got fouled. Instead, it was... It was a Kobe shot. It was a Mm. fade to your left, Mm. jump back. Was it close? It was short. It was on line. It was was really short, though. I mean, it it grazed the front of the rim. But he came from the left corner in order to do it. It's just, that's the learning process, right? Mm -hmm. First loss of the year for Oklahoma State. And I know you've asked the question before. If you're Oklahoma State, you got this guy. You got a pretty good team. Are you going back to the NCAA? You're politicking hard, Trent. Yeah.
0: And we- and right now I believe that it is in it's being discussed. I don't know if it arbitration is the right term, but I have seen within the last couple of weeks that there's a glimmer of hope that maybe they will get a reprieve, if you will. We'll see. Uh there is college basketball news regarding players. Sounds like transfers are gonna be eligible right away here. Yeah. Everywhere. Which, which yep. is great. Mm-hmm. Uh and I know that and Dickie V was talking about it last night. He had the Duke game. Mm-hmm. Uh you had the Notre Dame game. Ooh. Uh <laughs> but but point being uh he thinks that and maybe he's right you know we see the transfer portal now a thousand kids in it after he thinks now that number could double there could be yeah. 2000 p- kids that just aren't happy with their situation with their and you know what for one time only i'm okay with it yeah i really am it's um it's something that probably should have happened for a long time but i watched Purdue last night just because i i, I don't know what it is the edy thing he's a canadian <laughs> he's 7 foot 4 um He's still learning the game. He's really is still learning the game. Him and Williams are a pain in the butt. Well, Williams is really good. Uh, Stefanovic is good, as we know from last year. So that's where I went, and then went over uh, to Duke, North Carolina. Uh, Duke, North Carolina, Duke and Notre Dame last night, but it was kind of just that. Um, that lull, I guess, before we get to college football tonight. Although, they're not college football, that was canceled, the NFL tonight. There's a big game in the Big 12 tonight. Texas Tech in Kansas. That is appointment TV. Speaking of appointments, what time is that appointment? Please be an early game because I want to watch the final Thursday night game of the year. It's a couple of AFC West teams. It's the Chargers. It's the Raiders. Kansas-Texas Tech is going to tip at... Is it 6? you know? Is it, uh, I don't see it. It is 6 o'clock, ESPN, fantastic, game from Lubbock. So we'll dip into that before the NFL gets going, get through a half with uninterrupted, uninterrupted and hopefully the game is good and forces you to go back. Great in St. Johnson is pretty good as well on FS1. And then, of course, we just look forward to, Maybe not look forward to West Virginia, Iowa State tomorrow night, uh, but certainly look forward to Gonzaga and Iowa. By the way, George Clooney's wife, who's on TV right now, Amali, is her first name. I guess it's Clooney. I, just, I, I don't know the end. Boy, what a beautiful woman. Just striking.
2: Look at you in there watching the Today Show. Well, I don't.
0: It's just on. There's no sound. I just looked up, and uh, there, there she was. Anyways.
2: Um, so what that, do you think the number is tomorrow, Iowa State, West Virginia? Whew. You know what? I don't have a clue. Uh, high teens. high teens. I mean, it's not out yet officially, right? It isn't. Ken Pomeroy has it West Virginia 13. Uh, that's lower than I thought. That seems low. It does. We'll see when it
0: comes out tomorrow. What's Gonzaga, what's the look ahead Gonzaga Iowa line? Cuz that's going to be part of Claxon's, uh to well tomorrow. We'll do what should we do on Claxton's? Big 12. Yep. Gonzaga Iowa Big 10? Mm. Uh ACC? Yes. Okay. And what else? Sun Belt, Fun uh, Belt. That's a pretty good game, actually. It is a pretty good game. That's a pretty. Maybe we
2: will. Maybe we'll do the.
0: Uh, uh, you like the Raging Cajuns, don't I you? I do.
2: You know the problem with college basketball, and we start morphing into that and doing it more. Louisville, Wisconsin is a top twenty-five matchup over the weekend. Illinois, Rutgers. Well, Louisville apparently is really short Well, and you get into that, it feels like so much more later in the week. You know, with college football, by by this time, we normally know how many college basketball games. I mean, just Iowa State DePaul, you know, a week and a half uh-huh. ago. Yeah, they're there. They're ready. Mm-hmm. It's hours from tip off. There was a game last night that that happened in college basketball. Was they, there? They were ready to take the floor for not the you know twenty minutes before the game warm up, right. but their first kind of walk through two hours before, and they're told, "Hold on, we're waiting on one more test." They stood in the locker room for another fifteen minutes. Got it. Sorry, game's off. Mm. Simple as that, and and what you do. And that's the problem, I think, us putting our claxons together when we get into college basketball. Oh, great is point. There's going to be a lot more of those types yes. of, of games that pop up and are taken away from us. Yeah, great point. Never thought about that. But uh, to your original question, Iowa-Gonzaga. Uh, DraftKings, right at the beginning of college basketball season, they had a bunch of look-ahead lines, lines that you can bet on, for some of the biggest both non-conference and conference games. Most of them were ACC for whatever reason, but games that were on the schedule this year. It opened up Gonzaga favored by a point and a half. By the time it was about a week and a half later, I looked again. I jumped on Gonzaga right away mm-hmm. at that number. I saw it was at four and a half. And then, like a day later, it was off the board. Now, this is a week and a half, two weeks ago that Wait, they. So, is that when Gonzaga shut things down? Yes, it okay. was right around that area. So, you have to figure that has to be at least a component for sure. of it. Yeah. But it started at one and a half, was at four and a half, and then they took it away. When they rehang it tomorrow afternoon, is it at that four and a half number? They haven't. That's just. They've been practicing for a couple of days now. Yeah. But they haven't played in two weeks. Right. Over well over two weeks. The West Virginia game, I think, was December the second was the day. So you're talking about seventeen days Uh between games. That's impactful. It is. It is. Um, I, that's why. I, I what it's closer to that four and a half number it ended, or the no, one and a
0: half they opened. One and a half. That's what I. That's what I envision. Because one that, and a half, I think a lot of players maybe thought the. Liked Gonzaga if they would have been on their regular schedule. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, since uh, you just pointed it out, they're not. Um, We'll see. By the way, speaking of sports gambling and your DraftKings, William Hill's app is down. It is, yes. So are they reconfigured? Because that's always been the knock about the William Hill app, right? Mm -hmm. It's not very good. There's no comparison. You look at the DraftKings app, it is miles better than William Hill. Is it back up and available? It is
2: not, at least currently. Still, So I clicked on it right now, and it says when you open the app, Get ready, Iowa. We listen to your feedback. More betting options and more promos are headed your way. We appreciate your patience as we work to bring you the best sports betting experience in Iowa. Now, what I did
0: hear—if
2: you do—and I don't know if it take—if there's another step other than just opening the app, mm-hmm.
0: but if you—if you do have William Hill, they're giving everybody ten bucks for the trouble. Oh, really? You know, like in, you walk through some place and pardon our dust. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's pardon our dust. Here's ten bucks for your account.
2: Well. I am not a spokesperson for either place, though. I, I certainly would love to be if they want to have a conversation with me. I am open to those conversations. No, like because people that
0: don't bet, right.
2: <laughs> I am in the world of sports wagering. I do it every single day, and I will tell you exactly what I see. So, as we talked about Tuesday, made a bet on the Browns. I got beat. So, this is what DraftKings did for everybody that took the bad beat. Didn't matter if he got it at three. Or four. Three and a half. Three and a half. half, Three and a half. Even four and a half if you bought some of those points. uh If you took that bad beat, they gave, they have a promo going on right now. And I was a part of it. Let me find the exact wording. Oh, did they, they credited your account? Even better. All right. Turn a bad beat into a big win. All single bets on the Browns plus three, three and a half, four, four and a half for their game on 12, 14th. Qualifying users must click claim now. So, there's like a free bet ticket. Now I bet on this game. Full transparency: five dollars and twenty four cents <laughs> to win ten dollars. <laughs> but you get the reward, which is the free bet. The free bet is not five dollars for me. That's what I thought it was going to be. Whatever gonna, you stake, to right? You, to an, yeah, I mean, to, uh, there would be a limit, I would think. That's not the case. So if somebody bet ten grand, they get the whole ten grand back. They don't. Okay. It is a free bet. A free bet of either $50, $100, $1,000, or $25,000 in their kind of cash credit thing that you get. Now, yeah, if you're betting $10,000, mm-hmm. you're looking at that saying, who cares? Right. You're somebody like me that's a yeah, recreational that's player. Nice. I got a $100 free ticket, too. Isn't that so I didn't even get the lowest one, the $50 one. I just it's, What, did you spin a wheel yeah, or basically, something? Basically, yeah. And I was I got the $100 one. So I got a $100 free play. Bet Alabama. Alabama, that's bad your Alabama. favorite one of the week, huh? I
0: think they're going to crush Florida, Trent. I really... If How many points Florida going to score? 21? 17? 24? maybe, okay. at the most. How are they going to stop Alabama? They're that's bad. a bad defense. It is. That's yes. a terrible... Seven touchdowns? A pick early. I mean, Collar seven gets touchdowns, 49. Yeah. Six touchdowns? 42?
2: 42-24, even. That's a cover. That's a cover. I just don't see them stopping them. I really and truly don't. And this is a team without maybe their best playmaker yes.
0: in Alabama. Right. But Smith has taken that role. Yes, he And Najee Harris is running the crap out of the football. And Mac Jones might be the Heisman winner. It's a pretty good start. It's oh, and, a, and
2: an offensive line that's always good.
0: Right. And here's, yes, very, and they are dominant. Yes, they are. And yes, the SEC has some athletes. And Pitts and company have beaten some athletes. This is an entirely different level of athlete on that defense for Alabama. Sertan, this kid, is a first-round top-ten pick in the second tier. This is a loaded football team. Bet, bet your $100 on Alabama. You'll thank me later.
2: Right there. there. That's that's the call. I think so. Well, who are you thinking of? <sighs> I've kind of been all over the place. Your uh, Bears? No. no now, no, can no. you bet a future with it? It's a great question. I believe you probably could. I mean, you're talking about turning that thing into a huge win then. Uh-huh. Even if it's something a little bit tighter, why'd you bet the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl? Who's Chiefs to win the Super them? Bowl, get them at plus two fifty. Yeah, take it. All of a sudden, you get extra two hundred fifty dollars. I mean, that's usually what my bankroll is for a couple of months. Right, I'm playing for free for a couple of months. To do that. I kind of like that. I like that idea. I'm letting it ride a little bit longer. Why
0: not? They're going to get the one seed. The AFC's going.
2: It doesn't matter. I don't think we're... And with that, I'll have a pretty big hedging opportunity to guarantee there myself you some money once you get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because nobody's beaten the Chiefs in the NFC. I, I can't see it. I just don't
0: see it. Who's the team that scares you most? Buffalo. It's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. I think Buffalo's
2: the second best. I don't like Pittsburgh. Oh, no. No. Cleveland's a nice story, but they're not good enough. And the, that, when you're looking at matchups, the Chiefs are going to throw for 500 yards mm-hmm. against that secondary. Mm-hmm. Tennessee with Derrick Henry, good team. Shorten up good the team. game. Yep. A couple good of team. fluky turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know J- the Chiefs have uh, not covered five straight games now? Is that what it is? I'd say I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have uh, thought that that Pice was the case. Race. Yeah, uh, Indianapolis is a nice story. Yeah, they're not beating. It. I don't think so either. No. I think Tennessee's the best team in that division. I think you have it. I think it's Buffalo. I think that's the only team you really because the team's going to be coming to Arrowhead, huh? And jo- I mean, they it's cold weather cold. team. They can play in cold. Josh Allen's the big-handed, yep. big mobile quarterback. Stephon that can play. Diggs is having a remarkable season, and he can make that one play uh-huh. that all of a sudden turns the tide. Yep. I'm buying. Buying what you're selling. i right. will able 100 bucks on Buffalo with my free bet. Why not? 100? Yeah, well, but you want to cash, though. So, you so do, yes. Uh, John
0: Schaefer coming up in just, in just a few minutes. We will get to uh, John Schaefer. Lee Sterling will pick his sports gambling brain coming up. Boy, major news uh, media wise uh, that reverberated from last night. Tom Rinaldi, who makes most of us cry, don't lie. He does. Uh, Rinaldi, when he does one of these pieces, uh, there's, okay, maybe not all the time, but a majority of the time he brings a little tear to your eye. Uh, That's what he's known for, his storytelling, and he's remarkable at it. That's a big loss for ESPN as Tom Rinaldi signed with Fox Sports. Uh, So he's going to be doing the college football. But this press release on Rinaldi was that he's going to be uh, doing a whole lot of the Fox Sports so what does that mean? Is he going to do something on the NFL? Uh, dot, dot, dot. But Rinaldi to Fox is, uh, is a... Um, kind of surprising. Yeah, it is surprising. But has not See, I've watched game day more this year than I think I ever have mm-hmm. in a long time. It seems like
2: Gene Wojciechowski's doing a lot of those Rinaldi pieces. He's done a lot of them in the past, though, too. Mm-hmm. That's always been... Seems like every few weeks he always pops in during game day. Maybe it has been a little bit more for him. But Rinaldi, trend. he's so good at what he does. I mean, yeah. he just... tug. He hits your emotional...
0: At least he does me.
2: I'm right there with you.
0: That's oh, good to know. I yeah. thought maybe it was just a 60-year-old. Well, you do cry at commercials. I do cry at commercials. Now. And you will, too, you young listeners uh, yeah. in our audience, once you get to be that. it's, it's I don't know what it is, but it's true. Uh, Todd wants to join us. Then we'll take our break. Todd, welcome to Miller & Condu. What is on your mind?
3: Yeah, I had a question uh, for uh, Trent, the gambler and genius himself. That <laughs> uh, I know William Hill's been uh, down here for a little bit, and yep. so I saw Twitter comments about people posting, and I'm going to wait till 2021, and then I can uh, register just on my phone, and I don't have to go, you know, True. out to Prairie Meadows or over to uh, Wild Rose Casino. And I, I figured if anyone would know the uh, details of that, it would be Trent, the gambler expert himself. So I- I'm I'll, excited uh, for you. Up and listen, and hope that he uh, can fill me in on the details. We, you've Thank come you. to the right place,
2: yes. Todd. Yeah, Todd, you got it exactly right. January 1st, and Ken, you've mentioned this many different times, when January 1st hits, you don't have to make the drive. I'm excited of the properties I know about, Elite Sportsbook, because mm-hmm. they have those look-ahead lines for Iowa football. They had Iowa State last year. Yep. Hopefully back in 2021, they'll have the same. And I had my proxy over there, my buddy that lives in Iowa City that has an account, and he... I thought we worked it very well. Those numbers were off, and there's going to be those kind of opportunities. And from a points bet, how about the new casinos that are also going to have skins? Ken, you probably know more about this. We know about the properties now that are available in the state, and you'll be able to open up that account even without going to the location on the first. But can, because I still have a question about this these extra skins, skins yep. that the casinos have, how many more? Operators, how many more books, different ones, do you think we're going to have? Maybe not January first, but them, everything. Yes. So, M- bet MGM. Yes, I hear them all the time. Uh huh. FanDuel is. A part of it are they going to? You think partner up with a casino? Right. So so here's the here's what the, the, this means. So every
0: we we'll use prairie meadows for, it, and I don't know who prairie meadows skin is going to. I heard last week who wild roses was, and I can't. It might be points bet. Okay. So what what this means is you know William Hill is in is in place at prairie meadows, mm-hmm. but as of uh, I don't know what the date was. Each one of the properties, 19 of them in, this, in the state of Iowa, they are allowed an additional skin. So what that means is another, they can come to an agreement with, we'll say, points bets. And they, uh, they can also, under the Wild Rose license or under the Prairie Meadows license, another gambling company can come in and also, under their umbrella, offer sports wagering. So... William Hill is in place at Prairie Meadows. You go to Prairie Meadows, you go up to the fourth floor, you're in the William Hill Sportsbook. Yep. They have sold their skin, a uh, skin, uh, to points bets. Don't know if that's the uh, that's the casino I'm using. So you go up to the fourth floor of Prairie Meadows, you won't see whatever their gambling company is, you know, uh, elbowing William Hill out of half of the space, but it just means that... It, that um, More companies will be in the state of Iowa. And as of January 1st, you don't have to go to Jefferson. You don't have to go to Altoona. You don't have to go anywhere. You can sit on your couch. You can log on to pointsbets.com or whatever. And I don't know why we're using them, betmgm.com, and sign up in the state of Iowa without going anywhere. And what that does is it allows you, the better, to shop for lines. You mean, one, one casino might be underwater and they've dropped the line. You, the side you like is, you know, it's seven everywhere else. But because they're so upside down, all of a sudden the number's six. So it allows the gambler to shop around and find your best price. Now, what you have to do is you have to be willing to deposit your money
2: at all of those casinos. It's probably what? What is it to open an account? 50 bucks minimum? Yeah, and some are even lower than that. I know DraftKings is lower than that for their daily fantasy. It's 5 bucks. I mean, so, you, you can go there and- And open up an account for yeah, 5 bucks Yeah, for
0: 5 bucks. So you have to open an account and you
2: have to fund that account in the beginning. And you have to show that you're you. You have to probably- sure. You know, have a copy of your driver's license or something like that. But, but you the can other do it good online. news,
0: Trent, is a lot of these places have sign-up bonuses. Yes, they do. So why not sign up for every one? Mm-hmm. I mean, your phone's going to have a million apps on the front page of it. Already does. <laughs> um, but yeah, January 1st. It's been a target since since August of uh, 2019 when it became legal that a uh, lot of people in this business were looking for. And it's almost here.
2: I, I'm thinking of, like, Lakeside,
3: down to the there are William
2: Hill. They're William Hill and kind of, I mean, got caught up in the wash, right? Uh-huh. For because still they're trying to target, especially west the west, the western side of of Des Moines, right? What, do you go something completely off the radar, you know, in terms of not just being another your second skin to somebody that we've heard of, but go completely off? Why the not? Grid? Yeah, if somebody offers a different way of wagering, right? Yeah, I would. you because you're trying to find a way to be different in this market that is so competitive. If I'm Lakeshore, I'm thinking about doing something like that. Wild Rose, do they have to? They have three properties. Yep. Do they have, for good all intents and purposes, two skins or six skins? I think
0: six. Ooh. I think so. now that that's a good question, Trent. I don't know the answer to that, but I know Jefferson because a friend of mine called me from from there last week, mm-hmm. and the he he just because again today you have to go out there to yep. sign up for it, and he was out there. And he signed up with whatever that new property was. I think he said points bets, and he was telling me about the offer that he got—the the new sign-up bonus. And he was—he was blown away by it. So, it's coming, folks. You don't have to leave. You don't have to make that trip. No, it's a long. I mean, how long was Jefferson to get up there? To get up there, it was an hour. Hour, yeah. Know, from the 36th Street in Ankeny, probably 50 minutes. Right, from, exactly, yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was hard. Anyways, no. we're late. John Schaefer, uh, he's making his way to Dallas. What's WI's plans? How are they going to cover this? Look forward to talking to John. He's next, Miller and Condon, till noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 kicks and 0106.
1: Mania.org.
0: Minutes or so, we'll hear from Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Uh, Tom Timmons, the uh, general manager of our CEO, I think, of, of Wild Rose. Mm-hmm. I just texted him during the break. Bet Rivers Bet is Rivers. who they partnered with. All right. Uh, so that's who they will. They have them now, and uh, they'll be able to join them. But I hear they had a good sign up bonus. Anyways, uh, John Schaefer joins the program. He's making his way down to Dallas. I saw his tweet from last night at 4.40 in the morning was the uh, estimated departure.
1: (laughs) Yikes. Uh, John, where are you? John, where are you? I I am on the uh, Kansas Turnpike traveling through Wichita right now. Beautiful city, not a lot to look at.
0: No, that's for sure. I made that trip uh, one time, and that's uh, that's my recollection as well. So just for the uh, for the Cyclone fans that are about to hit the road or at some point tomorrow, uh, clear sailing, at least for today, to run into any weather problems or road problems or uh, everything, uh, everything good? Uh, everything good.
1: Everything's good to go. A little wet here, but I think they got a few inches of snow a couple days ago or something. But, you know, down here it actually melts off, unlike up north. So it's good to go.
2: John, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you guys have going on. You'll have the, of course, broadcast of the game on Channel 5, ABC 5. Uh, What you guys have planned, not just your live hits that you're going to be doing and the things for the news, but any other special programming you guys have in the works or we'll be able to see in your normal newscast throughout the day. Throughout
1: the day. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll have the standard newscast uh, starting tomorrow. Really, I'll be live, but tonight I'll, I'll do some Facebook stuff. Um, on, on our We Are Iowa Facebook page. But then Saturday morning, we've got a half-hour pregame special to get you ready for the Big 12 championship. Um, you know, we do a Cyhawk game day show every Saturday, but this is uh, a little bit bigger scale just because of the the history that's on the line for the Iowa State Cyclones. So we're going to dive into all sorts of things, Matt Campbell's journey to this moment. Uh, I talked with Brees Hall's high school football coach, uh, about the journey he's had to get to this point. So a lot of great you know behind the scenes get to know these guys a little bit more than just what you see on the field on saturday
0: that's good stuff john and you know what i've uh, get a lot of buzz a lot of folks uh, really like that uh, your saturday morning show your Hawk show uh, and cuz this is what how many years has this been going on that you guys have been pulling this off
1: pulling this off this is year 3 now of the the Hawk game day show back when i came in they had it as kind of a rewind show in the evenings but we lost that time slot, so I said, "Let's move it to mornings, make it Iowa, Iowa State centric, because you know what, college game day doesn't give Iowa and right. Iowa State enough love, in my opinion." So,
0: yeah, with you. Uh, well, uh, let's let's talk about the game itself. Uh, Iowa State is a, a slight dog. What is it? Trent five, four and a half, somewhere yeah, in that right range. range. Um, John, I I see no reason why Iowa State can't win this football game. Brock Purdy's been a different quarterback since the second half of the Baylor game. I know Oklahoma gets a lot of respect, and and they deserve it, and they've got a couple of their guys back as well that weren't there for the first game. But, you know, there was a ton of guys that were. Iowa State can win this game, John Schaefer. John
1: Schaefer? Absolutely. Um, You know, I, I think... Everyone still kind of wants to hold that Louisiana loss, and the Oklahoma State loss against the Cyclones. We've, we've seen it from the national pundits. But the, the fact of the matter is Iowa State has been playing some of the best football in the country down this final three game. You look at what they did against West Virginia, who CBS deemed as the best defense right. in the Big 12. Well, they sure didn't look like it against Iowa State. and That was coming off of 21 days of rest. So. I mean, Iowa State's offense is dr- is just humming right now. Everything is clicking. Um, I-, I think the difference this year versus last year, really, is that run game. You know, Brees Hall is the is the stable back now, and, and they've got some good complementary pieces, but that run game wasn't as effective a year ago. And so that's why I think Iowa State has a chance this year is because they can control tempo starting with the run game with Brees Hall. Brees
2: Hall, the numbers have uh, dipped down a little bit, yeah. Part of that also has been some of the blowouts that he's been in there and trying to maybe keep that pitch count down, if you will, for him. Offensive lines played together. Ken brought up Brock Purdy. Watching this guy, his development. He was such a star. And he comes into the season with all kinds of accolades. Struggles really gets going. Even the Oklahoma game and the win. He had three balls that should have been picked off. What you've seen from Purdy and what, in your mind, has made him such a better quarterback here over the last month or so.
1: I think he got back to having fun playing football. You know, I, I think that freshman year, he burst on the scene, like you said, and then there was all those ex- expectations to continue that climb, uh, last year, and he was dinged up, but then this year, same thing. And I think those first few games, he was really pressing. He, and he admits it. He go, he told us, you know, when they get down, he feels like he has to do more. And that's not a place you want your quarterback as far as headspace goes. And so, when you, when you saw it, see him having fun and just letting the game kind of come to him, so to speak, I think that's when we're seeing Brock pretty at his best, and that's certainly been the case the last few games.
0: Uh, any update on on uh, Dylan Sainer, on... who was in a walking boot apparently uh, prior to the uh, prior to their last game? Um, obviously, the time off you would uh, you would like to think gets him gets him close to the field, but boy, he's had a he certainly had a bigger impact than I thought. I thought he was a blocking tight end only. I mean, he's a big dude, he's a good blocker, but they've used him. I mean, a lot of folk, a lot of teams are focusing on Kohler and Allen, understandably so, but Sainer kind of sneaks up on some guys. That, six seven two seventy two hard to believe he sneaks up on anybody but he has what's his status do you know john
1: you know john um matt campbell wouldn't say what his status was looking like now when we asked him after the game against west virginia he said hopeful that he'll get him back this week so we'll see what happens um you know like you said that three-headed monster of a tight end group has just been killing it don't forget Dylan Sanders is QB2 in that locker room right now, okay? After the dime he threw to Chase Allen <laughs> back in that, what was that, the Oklahoma game, I believe? Come on. we got to give him QB2 reps. So, um, yeah, a guy that does it all. I mean, you've got to just be impressed with the tight end group as a whole, too, considering that was a position group before Matt Campbell that was very not right. at all.
0: Yeah, right? no, there's no use for him. You would want to come play tight end at, at, at Iowa State. Why would you? You're not going. But there. But clearly, uh, that is a point of emphasis now. And now we're seeing it. Uh, there's a kid that's waiting his turn. He's a big dude. And there was a recruit that just signed yesterday. A tight end has got some size. I think he's a local kid. Trent maybe.
2: Yeah, the uh, the kid from Johnston Johnson, who yeah. uh, Tyler Moore saw him a number of times. Gotcha. Really, really good prospect. Hey, speaking of that, uh, off the where you're going right now to the high school realm, John, you guys do a great job on five with your high school football coverage. The conversation happening right now in the coaching ranks of going to eight classes, our little state, eight classes, two eight player classes, and then six others for 11 man football. Boy, well, it seems for a lot, I mean, participation, trophy, and the like. Eight classes, though, you're just going to have to camp out in Cedar Falls for even longer, right? For
1: even longer, right? Yeah, you know, that, that makes for some extra overtime hours, <laughs> and I'm sure the bosses will love to hear that, right? Um, no, I mean, the the emotion on it is there's still discrepancy in eight-player football between the, the Don Boscos of the world and the Baxters of the world. And so um, that's I, I get that side of things. Do I think we need to go to a bigger class class? I don't know, Um, but it also says something about the growth of, of our communities here in the state.
0: Uh, John, uh, before we get you out of here, I want to no, save some get- time to brag on your, on your dad, because uh, uh, huge shoes to fill, as he knows, as everybody knows. I mean, Van Harden, just a legend. Nobody's been on the radio anywhere close to Van Harden. Uh, what, 50 years in January? That was the day he started. That's the day he's going to finish. Uh, Amy Sweet and, and your father, Maxwell Schaefer, will take over that uh, that morning show uh, the very next day. Huge shoes to fill, but it's not like your dad uh, uh, is new to the game in any way uh, but brag on pops for a while
1: yeah you know proud son moment there I, I i'll be honest with you two of the best phone calls i've ever had um the first one was me letting him know i was returning to des moines and and hearing the emotion in his voice but then number two has to be him calling me to say hey you know who's putting me on, on the morning show once van is is stepping away?" So. That that call is just, you know, it's an emotional emotional thing because he's had a he's had a long journey here. He loves Des Moines. I, I think you couldn't hand it off to a better person, uh, and Amy is just as great. Those two love working together. They're great people tied into the community, and they're going to carry on that legacy that Van and Bonnie put into place so many years ago uh, and just keep it rolling.
2: It's awesome. It really is, it and is uh, awesome. got to know your dad a little bit more here over the last oh, year, year and a half, and uh, it's been fun uh, just seeing seeing him, such an enjoyable guy. And mm-hmm. yeah, I can see the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. John, hey, good catching up with you again. Enjoy the travels. Are you? Is this a solo mission? You got a cameraman? You got anybody else from Five with you on your way through Wichita down to Dallas? Uh, down to
1: Dallas. It's just me, myself, and I. Uh-huh. So I'm uh, I'm enjoying some podcasts, some uh-huh. music, and uh, staying uh-huh. safe from COVID.
2: And of course, listening to Miller and Condon on the iHeartRadio app, right? Exactly. Good stuff, John. Thanks for coming on. Uh, We'll be
0: watching you. You hustle. You do a good job over at WOI. um, And soon one of the loves of both of our lives will be back, too, as they're going to drop the puck in downtown Des Moines uh, and uh, throughout the uh, NHL cities. And we both love the game of hockey. John Schaefer, thanks for coming on. We'll be watching you. Great job at WOI, John. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Yep, Good to talk to you. John Schaefer uh, from WOI making his way down. Uh, That'll be on TV, 1030, on Saturday morning prior to the uh, kickoff at 11. He and Jeff Woody used to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Woody, that's where I think was. I don't don't think he still is. Uh, But um, good for John for Mm -hmm. doing that. And uh, we'll be watching it. Good coverage. Most of the media making their way down to Dallas today. I wonder if there's an event tomorrow. Would they get uh, to watch walkthrough. Is there a press conference, a a Zoom? I mean, normally when you go to these big events, you get both coaches at some point. Yes,
2: either a joint press conference or they one after another. Yeah,
0: Um,
2: but in today's environment, that's
0: just it. You don't know. Uh, well, we'll we'll find out. We will uh, find out what Lee Sterling or who Lee Sterling likes next. He will join us. He's got a handful of games that we'll opine about. Uh, and then in the 11 o'clock hour, Adam Rittenberg on the Big Ten and former Cyclone signal caller Austin Arnott at 1125. Miller and Condon till noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106... 106- Welcome back to Moyne Sports Station, 1460K, 106.3 FM. A little melancholy here, Trent. This is Lee Sterling's last appearance until Super Bowl. Thursday. yes. Uh, it's been a fun ride as has been over the years and uh, they all come to an end and this one we'll hear today Lee with this one. Uh, thank you for what you've done for uh, for our program. We certainly appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge and picking the winners and you've had a very good year at doing just that. Of course Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. Trent and Ken thanks for coming on. How are you?
3: Well, thank- I'm good. I'm good considering uh, but uh, I want to thank you guys uh, for, for having me on. Love talking to your listeners that uh, either, you know, contact me in some way through Instagram, through Twitter, or our clients. Um, always, they're just, just a kind group of people who, who love sports and seem like really good people. So I want to say thank you, and I want to wish you and your families and your staff and all the listeners out there, you know, a happy and healthy holiday. So the light's at the end of the tunnel. Yes, I had indeed. two nephews who are doctors. Both got their vaccine yesterday, so awesome. I think it's going to happen sooner sooner than later.
2: Love to hear that, and uh, those stories, yeah. certainly they make me feel different, and I don't think yeah. I'm alone in that one. Lee, we'll get to the games here in a moment, but before we do, just an overview. As the college season comes yeah. to a close, how difficult this was, how much more difficult yeah. than it was? You've been handicapping. You've been a part of this yeah. for a long, long time. Just if you can put a bow on yeah. what we've gone through here on the handicapping side of 2020
3: probably the toughest thing i've ever done it's probably taken me where i normally work 75 80 hours a week i've had to work probably over 90 hours a week and uh, um it's you know games are being canceled Follow, just the following up and to find out who's playing right. who the backups are and the situation just it's more time consuming but it's turned out okay we've we had a really good year one of our top five years ever so the work has been worth it and uh to get emails and and calls from people thanking me, that that that's enough.
2: Well, the first game we have here an intriguing one. Rutgers has a pulse this year against Nebraska. Ken and I going into last week really liked the direction of Nebraska, and then they lose to Minnesota without 33 guys available to them. It just had scratching what's happened with Frost. It's a big number, six and a half. What do you got a little Friday night Big Ten Champions Week Classic, Nebraska laying the six and a hook?
3: So I was one of those people, I was actually one of my client plays, one of my bigger plays over the weekend that lost. It's it's almost unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Do things happen? Yes, but it shouldn't happen. I mean, I know they lost a couple guys during the game on defense, but the execution on offense and the way that the defensive front was absolutely manhandled um, I, I don't, I don't think there's any excuse for it. I mean, shouldn't happen. So, they got, either got to clear it up. I think Scott Frost, I think it's his last year. Next year, he doesn't have a winning record. And they don't look like they're, you know, turning the corner. I think it's time to look in a new direction. I think it's time to go to Luke McCaffrey at quarterback. I think you got to look to the future. And as bad as the quarterback play has been at Nebraska, not, and Rutgers, um, usually worse. So, you know, they're playing a bunch of different guys there also. And I think just Nebraska, when you think they're bad, they play well. <laughs> when you think that they're starting to round in shape, they play poorly. So Rutgers is also 3-7 and seven against the spread as a host. I like Nebraska. Won't be one of my strong plays, 30-21. to 21.
0: ACC title on the line. Clemson, a 10.5-point favorite over Notre Dame in the rematch.
3: So I think a lot of people will go into this game and they'll say, OK, Trevor Lawrence is back. They lost at Notre Dame in, in, in overtime. He's going to be the difference. Well, his backup threw for 439 yards without an interception. The running game, that's what scares me. And, and I started looking at numbers, and then uh, they got worse for Clemson. So a year ago, Travis Etienne gained in the last six games between 109 and 212 yards every game. This year, last six games, from 28 to just 86 yards. Notre Dame's the team that runs the football. They don't throw the ball as much, but they're averaging over 235 yards rushing a game. I think the Clemson offensive line, I think their receivers and their DBs, way down from a couple of years ago. Clemson will find a way to win 34-30, but I'm taking Notre mm. Dame, plus the 10 and a 10.5.
2: Grabbing the points in that yep. Yep. one. You get a lot of points if you're going Northwestern here in the Big Ten Championship game. 20 and a half. we saw this title tilt, a couple of years ago, Northwestern hung around before the Buckeyes pulled away late. What do you see here, Ohio State? Boy, it still just feels like we don't have a great read on this Buckeye team.
3: Well, I think the offense is really good. I think the defense is one of the worst that I've seen at Ohio State. So it is, I think they're going to score. I mean, the two toughest defenses that Ohio State played, Penn State and has scored thirty eight, forty-two versus Indiana. I think Northwestern's defense actually might even be a little bit better than that. They uh are number one in pass efficiency. Now they haven't played teams, you know, in the Ohio State <laughs> class, but well, number one in pass efficiency, number two in points allowed, fourteen point six points per game, thirteenth in yards allowed. The fast track does not help Northwestern. It helps Ohio State. But Peyton Ramsey has faced Ohio State three times. He didn't win any of the three, but only through one interception in those three games. He knows the type of schemes that they run here. The question is, if, let's say, Northwestern holds Ohio State to 35 to 40 points, can they score 17 to 20? I think so. I have Ohio State winning 38 to 24. I'll take Northwestern. Take a shot here, plus 29.
0: Mm. A lot of ears were about to perk up here, Lee Sterling, when we look at the Big 12 tilt between Oklahoma and Iowa State. Oklahoma, about five, five-and-a-half point favorite. How do you see the Big 12?
3: Well, both teams have played in a lot of close games. And Iowa State's found a way to win a lot of these close games. And Oklahoma, you know, they won a couple. They lost a couple. They lost to Kansas State, lost to Iowa State. And In that game, it wasn't like it was a fluke. It wasn't like, you know, Iowa State uh, got, you know, all these turnovers. So if that had been the case, then maybe you look at the game differently. But it was even. Each team turned the ball over once. And I just think that, that Iowa State, these two teams are similar. There's not much difference. And people who are just playing Oklahoma do to turn it on, well, Maybe they're not gonna be able to turn it on. Maybe the Iowa State schemes and the execution and the discipline might be the difference here. I think Iowa State's gonna pull the upset. I am winning this game thirty to twenty
2: seven. Wrong teams yes, favored yes. Love that one. Yeah. We get five picks from Lee Sterling each and every week. Paramount sports. Let's finish with the NFL. Kansas City haven't been a covering machine, though they've been a winning machine. They get the Saints this week coming off a
3: loss. So I can say this I'm ninety eight percent sure. That Drew Brees is not playing. So I got someone pretty close in the organization who's told me, unless uh, they let it be known, unless he's 100% he's not playing and and he's still playing or practicing with discomfort. So that's not going to happen. So the question is Taysom Hill, can he lead them down the field on maybe two touchdown drives and two or three field goal drives? I don't think so. Not against Kansas City. I think they're going to try to control the clock, slow down the game. They might be able to do that some, but. Miami intercepted three balls on them, and they were still down 30-10. to 10. Yeah, Miami got a backdoor cover, and New Orleans' defense is just as good, maybe better, but I think Kansas City's going to be ready here. Too many weapons. Kansas City here, 27-13.
0: Uh, we've got 30 seconds left, Lee. Your yeah. game of the week is Cleveland. They're a four-point favorite over the Giants. If the listeners want more information, how do they get a
3: hold of you? Two teams looks like probably going to be going to the playoffs. If things continue on this route, they want to get the game 800-400. Nine seven four one, get the game for free, and uh, how about this? How about this special all the way through the Super Bowl? Two hundred ninety seven dollars. Just use coupon code SAVE two hundred two ninety seven. Gives them my executive service. We ended the season last year on a thirteen and three run in the Bulls NFL playoffs and Super Bowl. So just two hundred ninety seven dollars. ParamountSports or 800 or eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one.
0: Talk to you Super Bowl Thursday, Lee Sterling. Thank you. Have a great okay. holiday. All right, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com.
2: Told thanks. you another handicapper Lakes Iowa State.
0: Yeah, good. That's awesome. Wrong team is favored. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win, too. Uh, you do, too. Full boat. Absolutely. We're all on board. Uh, Adam Rittenberg leads off hour number two. Austin our nod toward the bottom of the hour. Miller and Condon till noon, 1460 and 106.3 FM.